my name is Stuart Alsop, and this is my podcast, Crazy Wisdom, where I interview creative people about how they work with and manage the stress that is inherent in creative work. What I've realized over the past 10 years of my research is that anybody who is creating something of value that is significantly different from what has come before is considered crazy. Most of us have a fear, an ingrained fear of going crazy. Uh, so what I'm saying is grab onto that fear, realize that it's there, and just go with it because the problems we're going to be facing over the next 20 years require crazy people in order to solve them. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the Crazy Wisdom Podcast. Uh, my guest here is Henry Meyer, uh, and he is the founder of Edward, Edward and Robert um, and the co-founder of Safe Houses in Berlin. A uh, really interesting um, thing they do for founders of companies to help them figure out what is going on in their personal lives and in their work lives to see how they can make, them, make themselves more effective. Uh, and today we're going to be doing things a little bit differently from the, my normal podcast. We'll be uh, we'll actually have uh, Henry do his work on me uh, in, a, in, a, in a recorded video so that everybody can see what this work looks like. Uh, and the relationship to stress is that I have a lot of stress in my life uh, and, I'm, and, uh, and what Henry offers is, uh, can be helpful for, for entrepreneurs dealing with stress. So I wanted to give an actual experiential understanding of the, what Henry does. Can you explain a little bit more about the way you work? Of course, Stuart. Thanks for having me. And uh, hi, everybody that is tuning or listening in. Um, yes, yeah, so um, with Edward and Roberts and the Safe Houses, we've been working closely with uh, entrepreneurs in different fields. So it can be from music to sport, from, to investors or, well, startups as well. And um, most of the work that, that I do is related into uh, intrinsic structures of the people. So profiling. And based on that profiling, you can find out a lot about somebody. Motivational triggers um, or demotivational triggers, also very important to know. And uh, the other programs that uh, we developed are very much into health. The relationship between gut feeling, mind and body, because they're indicators of, uh, um, of your health. And uh, maybe later on, I can give a few examples so that it is more clear what I mean by that. And so these structures are essentially uh, uh, the relationship between your gut, your body, and your brain, right? Uh, the, the intrinsic structures are a part of that. They are the format which makes your perception in a way. Mm. Yeah. And your gut feeling and the body are a completely different thing, but uh, we'll tap into that. Cool. And so to give my listeners a little bit more context, what I'm working on right now, I've, I've been a founder of a company in the past and I experienced quite a bit of burnout. Uh, and so what we'll be doing today, and now I've, got, I've started to get more ideas for businesses and I'm facing quite a lot of blocks uh, in terms of starting these businesses and focusing. Uh, and so I'm, I'm interested in Henry to, to, to help me kind of work through some of these things on camera so that I can, it can be a benefit to the listeners. Um, yes. And so we'll go, go ahead and get started, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You say that you had burnout, so that means that you have symptoms of burnout, right? Mm -hmm. can, you, can you tell me a little bit how that works at your side? Yeah, so the burnout happened about four years ago. I had, I had gone to India 
to start developing an app with an investor and he wanted us to, to go directly to, to India to work with the developers themselves. We built the app mostly and then he wanted me to go come back to San Francisco to raise money. Uh, at that time, raising money for a mobile app with little traction was very difficult. And so I started to uh, trust uh, an advisor who had risen money before and um, turned out the advisor wasn't uh, somebody who uh, he had lied about who he was um, and he ended up causing quite a bit of uh, stress and burnout and stuff like that. And, uh, and so then uh, the business came down and I, and that's how I got into yoga and meditation, which is now what I'm currently doing. Um, right. So yeah, uh, that the burnout, the symptoms of the burnout were just like, it was like a wall. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't uh, get myself to do the things that I thought I needed to do to, to, to build the business. Right. So there are a few, uh, um, few elements in this story. Uh, one of them is uh, an external factor, factor of a person who advises you and seems to be dishonest about uh, who he was, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, to create any form of harmony, true harmony where I'm talking about, contains uh, uh, honesty. So if it's not built on honesty, it is definitely not sustainable. And in worst case, it can cause a lot of problems which you have experienced. Now, the burnout that we know nowadays when uh, you look at the qualities of a person is that the qualities of the person have certain needs, right? I call those qualities that you have expression forms. You see it like a life cycle. It turns this wheel, it turns well, but as soon as something happens that alters that, and then you need to go into a role because it's very successful, you have growth, but you need to go into a managing or a kind of a CEO role. Mm. That is a big change. So mm. this, some people the, that have this start to suffer because of that because their inner needs are not met anymore. And the question like everything's actually going quite well. We're having success. Um, but if you look at their very structure that they came from, is that these needs are not met anymore. And what, um, please tackle me if you have any questions, by the way, be in between. So on the non-material plane, we have thoughts, right? Our gut feeling is also something that is on a non material plane it's not mm. existing it is still transforming into matter mm. what i mean by that is the first indicators of that are your body cells if you have a virus you see the cell is a little house put the temperature off the virus want to go away you know so it's simple mm. like that mm. but also the gut feeling which contains the network of satisfaction and fulfillment if fulfillment if you're consistent i have to say and the the thoughts that you have also influence it so what happens there is that your body is giving signs of discomfort. Now, here comes the interesting part. In the Western society, or let's say in a society with a lot of uh, wealth and economy, uh, we suppress the discomfort of the body. But actually, the body is just one thing. It's a compass. It's basically showing you your direction is off. Mm. It's a good thing. It's mm. not a bad thing. But if you read about burnout then it's almost a placebo you start believing in it you are becoming it mm. and especially when you misinterpretate the qualities that you have mm. it becomes one big force and you don't see anything through the trees anymore mm. i don't know if this is an american expression but we use it in holland <laughs> yeah yeah no it is yeah. does that does that make sense in a way yeah it totally makes sense yeah mm -hmm. okay 
And so what you're saying is that at that time I was, I was in one role, which was like a management developing thing. And then I had to switch to a, a fundraising mode and, and it's true. It's true in the fundraising mode. It was not something that, that I felt creatively. Um, I mean, it did, it did, it, it did help me to understand some of the, the gifts that I have of uh, being able to talk to certain people, but raising money was not something that was uh, creatively fulfilling to me. I can imagine that. Mm -hmm. I can imagine and plus that you had to deal with somebody uh, who was not honest about it. So if we talk about that, it's also very peer group related. It is something that also is connected to, I don't know the English word for it. I guess it's discrepancy. The better you this can grow by experience. Some people have it at a very young age. They're very good at feeling that it's off in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So th this is one of the big things. Yeah. Yep. Did you compromise there? Yes or not? Was the money or the something that you wanted to achieve worth a compromise? And was there a compromise? And was this person a part of that compromise? That's one of the most important questions to ask because mm. the truth lies more or less there. Mm -hmm. So do you have an idea about that? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there was a compromise there. It's, it was now four years ago. So it's hard for me to remember exactly what it was. Can you um, try? Yeah. Take take a take a time take your time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the 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 investor in India was pushing pretty hard. Yeah. It was pushing very hardly for us to raise money. But then I knew that in that, that with the product that we had with little traction, we weren't going to raise money. And so I compromised to essentially try to raise money, even though I didn't believe in, 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 in raising money or really even the product itself. Um, but I tried to fit because that's what I was doing. That's what I, what I was, what I had spent the last six to nine months doing. Um, I continued on with it, which is something that I've done in the past as well as, is ignoring, not ignoring sunk costs and continuing on with something, even if it wasn't working. Yeah. And there's another element of, of when I first met this advisor person, um, he played a psychological trick on me to he asked for money and then he, a small amount of money and then he repaid that money and i was and it was a it's a psychological psychological trick i had read about before and i was like oh this guy's really smart he's doing this psychological trick um uh uh and i guess that 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 was the sign that something was off um but i didn't you know it took me another four months before i figured out that um there was something off basically Right, but you had a hunch in a yep. way. Yeah. Okay, so th this is this is a little bit the part where I think through training um, you get better at it. Yes. So uh, as soon as you notice something is off, you cannot explain it. It's very weird. Most of the times it is. So this is where the compromises sometimes make you take a wrong turn, and you, the body is just getting a little bit punished by the gut feeling saying, "Hey, listen, hi here." we're mm -hmm. dealing with something that's off can you please listen to me mm -hmm. um and if you learn to listen to that then you start to see different things and also because you take time 
you take time towards those people. You know what it does? It changes mm-hmm. their field because they sometimes, like you say, with a psychological trick, mm-hmm. are um, used to do it fastly because if the moment is hot, this is when you do it. But if somebody takes a break and says, listen, I need to think about it or I have a few ideas, but let me first grab that. And he is making the rules, even though you're the investor, you already psychologically, if there are tricks and games, you already change the whole tendency. And that is something that we also like mm. be more relaxed about. Yeah. Because mm. it gives us a little bit of perspe- better perspective of things. Mm. Also what happens after. And that, so what you said there reminded me of something that has recently happened, which is I'd, I've had two, I've been trying to do two things. I've been trying to grow the podcast and somebody reached out to me through a cold call and then uh, offering to basically get my podcast in order uh, and then also book me on shows. And I was expecting book me on other shows, other podcast shows so that I could grow the podcast by going on other shows. And right. I was expecting, and he, we started off with a month uh, and I was expecting him to at least book me on one show in that month. Um, and then, uh, and then, he wasn't able to book me on the first show. He did help me a lot with other things relating to the quality of the podcast, which I'm, I was, were very helpful, but the really, the reason why I was paying him was to get me on to other shows. And so I was, okay, I'll give him another month. Uh, and then, so we ended up doing two months. And by that second month, I realized that he didn't, he had oversold his ability to get me on other shows and that it would require a lot more work on my part to actually do it. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing of like, of like thinking that I'm in, I've found somebody to help me. And then it, it's, it's, I get kind of sucked into the sales thing as well, his ability to be charismatic and sell. And then the second one, I was ha- having somebody build the website, um, try to rebuild my website. Uh, and then again, it's a similar thing happened where, where they said they were able to do something, but they weren't actually able to do it. Um, yeah. So that's reminding so, me. So uh, um, um, a question that I have is, are these people choosing you or are you choosing these people? The first one chose me and the second one I chose. Okay. First of all, the, the, the time that goes into a, uh, a thorough, thorough concept is also based on recognizing a few things. One of those is, are you passionate enough about it or where are you at with it? So mm-hmm. that's, and this is a very uh, honest question you have to answer yourself. Mm-hmm. The other one is, is, does it have signs of uh, uh, significance? Significance is something that we later look back on and we say, we don't remember the times that we made a lot of money. We often remember the times when we made a big change or we helped people or we were transformative or something good happened, what matters in the long run. Mm. Um, so these are elements that we have to uh, look at because these are all triggers towards our form of energy that we have so motivation or demotivation and um with a strong belief in what you're doing you just send out a complete different message than when you have a slight form of doubt into it and to find that belief you have to dig a little bit if you don't have it yet Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be afraid of letting the idea go Mm -hmm. and this is this gut feeling what we talked about this is this certain knowing without knowing the future but you just know it and it's a big difference it's uh, so let me elaborate a little bit on it gut feeling has a few it has like 20 triggers let me give of triggers is maybe the wrong word 
um, you can have an indication of the gut feeling. Uh, let me give you three examples. One is uh, when time stops, the moment where you think eh, it's already eight o'clock, I lost track of time. The other one is this knowing and the third one is relief. So if you make an action, and this is something that I work with, with, uh, with clients obviously, or with collaborations, is that sometimes we go into imaginary roles uh, and they make a few choices there. And then they said, oh, that's funny. I felt relief with this one. Mm. It didn't happen yet, but mm. they already made it like a pre-happening happen and it, and it works. The better, the better you become at it, the better you can make good decisions, I guess. Mm. 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 What were some of the other triggers? Of the, the gut feeling? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like this very, so the brain is very loud. Yeah. Right? Mm, yep. So sometimes you have in, in these moments that you're in, a, you're talking to people and something, it can be a very strong conversation or discussion or negotiation. At a certain point, you don't hear the person anymore and you hear something else very briefly. So very, it's very silent, but it, shut, it shuts out the brain for a second. Yeah. Um, that's that as well. So if you, if you know you have to pay attention, then the next time you have that, you don't get distracted and go back to the, the, the reality, let's sort, sort of say. You go in, oh, what happened there? Why am I even thinking this? And what you often see is if you ask the other person, you say, you, you talk about the topic, the other person next to you or in front of you says, oh, I was thinking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I don't want to get too esoteric or abstract, but... You know what floats around and people thinking about things when you pick up things some people are more vulnerable uh, um, uh, receptive for it than others um, so this is also related to gut feeling and what you send and transmit there's there's a little bit more to it mm -hmm. but i don't know if it makes sense to go too much into it it's a little bit complex and takes time mm -hmm. cool where would where would it be most helpful to go now sorry where would it be most helpful to go now for you yeah if we go away from our mind which could be worrying or fearful and we manage to be in a silent place in the rest comes creation often you know but mm -hmm. some people also work very good with pressure so this is um a question that is hard to answer right now i, I think i cannot answer where do i go now mm -hmm. um, i think you have to be extremely self-honest and not be afraid or fearful of letting something go or maybe alter what is existing. Mm -hmm. So can you, in a, in, without a doubt, can you say, is this what you want to do? So I, I can say without a doubt that yoga and, and or offering yoga and meditation to other people and massage is, is something I want to do, but that's at a very high level. I can't say what exactly at a lower level I want to do. I've got a whole bunch of ideas uh, for what I want to do, uh, bringing yoga and meditation in, but I haven't reached that point where it's like, I know that gut feeling that you're feeling that you're talking about. I haven't found that yet. Um, I also know that I want to do this, do the podcast, but I'm not sure how much energy I want to do into the podcast to make it like a big thing. I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to go with that. I just really enjoy the podcast itself, but I do know that yoga and meditation that, that sharing yoga, meditation, massage, um, uh, uh, that those things, I, that, that's where I feel the most fulfilled. Okay, so there's a good thing about this. You feel mm -hmm. most fulfilled in yeah. those parts. And I, I, correct me if I'm wrong I, I, wrong, I have the feeling 
that the center of this is that you want to help. So if you look at the people that you choose for that, there are in a like in a field where you probably or grew up or you surrounded you with yourself with now. Uh, I don't know, um, of course, but um, it sounds like you want to share uh, experience or help in a form, but you're trying to find the point where you can actually help the most. You always have to reinvent yourself in the way of that it's growth because um, I don't know your past on uh, about experience with yoga or meditation. Does it come from the very old cultures like Buddhism? Were you there? Did, did you have teachers there or is it a Western version of it? Did you, did you learn it about it in, in a setting of a Western society? There is a big, there's a big, um, 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 a big field of that you know it's, it's broad it's yeah. broad so yeah. uh, and then also um what do you the insights that you get so it is a form or a format of getting a certain feeling is it always consistent or is it sometimes really good sometimes bad or is it in the middle or is it always the same no it's pretty consistent i i always feel after offering yoga massage or meditation to somebody i always afterwards it's 99 percent of the time i feel the same feeling of of deep fulfillment and energy um and almost i when i was I, about two years ago i was actually working in a company and i was teaching about five to six hours of yoga every day um and i would have almost an issue of having too much energy um which is a very very different from the rest of my life we usually have a i have a I have a um a, lim a, a limit on how much energy i have but whenever when i was teaching every day it was actually an issue and i was having negative side effects from having like too much energy i couldn't sleep and i was always kind of like wired um yeah that's a, that's a very very interesting topic um can i give another example about the athlete that i work with which is sure. maybe a little bit related to it but let's go into the topic again after the example so i was working with a um an entrepreneur who uh, has a history of of boxing hmm. And he was doing this from, I think, 13 or 14 years old till nowadays where he is around 40. So after that, he became, a, after really being a, a good athlete and boxer, he became a, a trainer and sparring partner, you know. And he, at this moment, said, okay, I have enough. I want something diverse in my life. I'm good at it. I helped a lot of people, but now I want something else. So mm -hmm. um, the way I met him was that he said to me, he said, um, I don't have a small problem my heart rate is at 120. We, well, if you do sports, that's normal. It's just now consistently always. Well, since when did it happen? He said, well, three months ago, this started. Is there something that changed three months ago? He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I started a company. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, yeah. that's remarkable. But uh -huh. now, comes, now comes the part that was really interesting. So, mm -hmm. so could it be that your mind now is fooling your body and whenever you say, I'm going to work, it starts to make adrenaline and get the blood pressure high? Mm. He says, that's very far-fetched. <laughs> I said, yes, I, I agree on that. Uh -huh. uh, he said, but what, let's say hypothetically it is true. What do we do about it? I said, well, the way I see that the body works connected to the mind and gut feeling, but in this case to the mind is you have to tell step by step what you're actually doing. I said, it sounds very foolish, but just say, I'm sitting down. I'm writing email. I am, and you also can calm yourself down. Like, oh, this is calm. I'm relaxing. So he said, okay, let's try this. And uh, we tried it at the point and it went down to 90. 
immediately. Mm. And he said, how can it be that my body doesn't, or that my mind doesn't know the difference anymore? Mm -hmm. So these energy streams that we have and uh, the mind regulating it, and now comes also an interesting part about you, you can have too much energy. It's very possible, especially when you come out of um, a time period where you didn't have it. So you also don't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that the mind and the, everything is saying, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Yep. But if you really know how it kind of works, you can say, you can demand things. So this is a little bit, I have to maybe draw that once. Uh, uh, I always draw things, so I'm trying to now explain it with words. It has to do with demands. So uh, if you demand, like at night, I want to have my rest and sleep, but I demand that I have kind of the energy at this and this point. So you have to be super specific. Mm. You kind of rewire. It doesn't always happen at once, but the more it's like you, you say something to somebody else, but to somebody else is still part of you. Yep. So doing that actually works. Mm. Yeah. So, it's a sort of affirmation. And I've definitely started to use affirmations recently of, 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 of using the word, using speech and thought, to direct energy into a certain uh, uh, way of, of, of behaving or living or asking for something. Um, and it's okay. for sure true. Uh, but then, but then it's difficult because many, the beliefs that we have are often undercutting those and like the fear of success sometimes and other things like that sometimes get in the way of those affirmations that I've found. Yeah, because an affirmation only resonates with the truth. And the truth is not based on perception. The truth is based on something truthful. You can say the nature of things has its ways. And if you don't get the nature of things yet, you can give it all your affirmations. It has not really a use until yeah. you get it yourself. Mm -hmm. In then my how, opinion. Then how do you help your clients figure out the truth or how, what are, what is the, uh, how can I, um, align myself more with what is true rather than what I, what I want to be true or what I perceive to be true. Well, they already say it. It is your perception of what you want to be true. So mm -hmm. wanting something true control, the real, real control is letting go. Mm -hmm. If you, and this is hard. That, that brings me to my current problems I'm facing right now is that I've got, I've, I've, I've spent so much time just hitting my head against a wall for the last six or seven months, trying to get myself to do something, but not actually, you know, tons of procrastination and, and just not actually like having this idea and then not connecting my behavior to this thing. Uh, and then it's been a huge issue because, because I, I don't have anyone telling me that I need to do this, but I do have a little voice in my head saying, I've got to succeed. I've got to do this. I've got to, create something of value. I've got to, I've got to, um, uh, create something that makes me money. Uh, uh, but it's like nothing I'm doing is none of my inputs are resulting in outputs. Um, none of your inputs are resulting in outputs. So no result you mean for yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I am getting results in some ways. So I am, you know, I am, I'm on the podcast. I'm able to get very good guests on the podcast, but it's very difficult for me to get a lot of listeners for the podcast, um, mm -hmm. or, or, or find, or, uh, you know, uh, and I am starting to get a few clients in San Francisco, but I'm not getting, you know, the, I'm not busy as I'd like to be or, or kind of, yeah. A struggle within a company um, needs creativity to solve those problems. 
and not fear. I need to make money. I need to make results. It's irrelevant at that very moment. You're still in the creation phase and mm. you have to let go of time. You have to have, to, if it really is something you're compassionate about, you will find the drive. If you don't find this drive at all, you didn't find yet what you want to do. So you have to start mm. searching again. It doesn't mean leave plan A completely. It is not what I want to do. It could also be one of those elements. So and it could also mean that in the essence, it is helping. And then be very specific. Who do you want to help? How do you want to help? And so what I experience, what kind of knowledge comes out of it? What is my own, own voice within this, this, this constellation or this product that, that I'm, I'm making? So it has to be your own set of words that convincing people. Um, I mean, uh, let me give an example for myself. Is, is this um, when I found out about a little bit uh, the structures on health, how they are influenced and how they work sometimes even against allergies, I was completely surprised mm. because I didn't expect that. Mm. It seems to be something that is actually working. Uh, and then I needed to be, you know what happened? Couldn't, mm. I couldn't sell it and I actually didn't want to sell it. You know when it happened that I actually sold it is, first of all, other people started talking about it. And the second part was I needed to find the combinations of words that worked. And in this case, the combination of words were, I just want to help as much people as I can. I don't care about the money at the moment. And at that moment, out of the sudden, it was there. Mm-hmm. You know, the selling way, it, feel, it, feel, it felt cheap to me. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to help people. So let me help people. Mm-hmm. Get out of my way. I want to help. Mm-hmm. And that kind of was truthful. The, the truth in that resonated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this makes sense, what I'm saying, well, but I'm, so I'm, I'm trying. What I'm getting from that is that for this whole conversation is that I have my, my brain is very active and I try to think logically about like, okay, I have to do this in order to do that. Um, and there's a, I feel like there's a place for that, but in my, in my system, it feels like my brain is always working on that. And that, mm-hmm. uh, in order to be, I am in a creative phase. So I'm in that, in that initial phase where I'm trying to, where I, where I see a bunch of different options. Uh, but I'm, but I've, what I'm getting from this is that I need to essentially trust that 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 I'm in this phase of depression or lowness or demotivation for a reason, um, yes. and that I that I need to follow that and basically let go of of this mind created suffering that I'm causing myself in order to 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 uh, like I've got to succeed in all these different things so that oh yes that 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 that's that's the blockage is that my belief in this this little voice in my head that says that I have to succeed, but it's so hard because it's, this voice has been with me for so long and, yes. it's, and it's been such a long process over the last four to five years of essentially not having anything work in the way that, that it only breaks on a material plane. Mm-hmm. It never, so a depression or a burnout, it, you know, you don't have up in your thought stream or in the cloud or in the higher consciousness or whatever you may call it or in the thought system it doesn't break there. Now it gets to our cells and our cells transfer it to our body. And then we have, everybody has different forms of, some get sick. I don't want to have a low immune system. I don't want to get allergies. I don't want to get the mind, the voice gets louder and louder and louder. And you don't know where to go anymore. It's all good. And mm-hmm. it is scary to understand. But if you understand the concept of it, you start taking time. So if you start noting the first signs of it, you're like, hmm, this is interesting. It seems to make me not feel that good what's going on mm-hmm. and you need to start questioning 
it or yourself or ask the right start asking the right questions now the question on that is what is the right question you know mm. um uh, but you will at a certain point <laughs> it happens a lot when people are for it's cooking in the kitchen or they're standing something nothing is going on and then they have this moment of brightness and they're like oh of course that's it and mm. immediately relief comes and relief washes away the stress now comes the following process um I hope this helps you. But once you feel relief, fear is capable of repeating the old pattern. But if you felt relief, you have to relive that moment in a, in a way and you have to capture that and write it down, remind yourself of it, surround yourself by it almost, create that identity or that reality. And that has to become, like you say, it's called an affirmation or if you call it a placebo or not, it doesn't matter. But this relief and this truth for you is very powerful, but you have to hold on a little bit and make it yourself. Because if you have this voice for such a long time, mm. it's, it's, the voice is not intelligent. I don't know the expression in English, but you don't really see it. It's like a blind spot and it tries to enter again because it doesn't want you to be in that space. Mm -hmm. Let me t give you one more example. I had a, uh, somebody I was working on. When in the morning he stood up, that first voice was always there. And I said, I don't get you. Because if I have somebody entering my room saying those things that you are telling me, I would say, you know, there's the door. Can you please yeah, get, get the hell out? <laughs> yeah. And he started doing this. He said, I'm so, so, so relieved because I, I say to that voice, leave. And then the first thing I do is I watch... Uh, Ricky Gervais, for instance, uh, on, 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 uh, on YouTube. And he starts laughing. I said, okay, well, brilliant. There you go. A solution mm. to one of the uh, strategies that this voice has. Mm. So you only killed one. And there are several, several, it has several ways of coming in again. And once you recognize it, you can kill it. But keep on the relief. The relief is the moment of the gut telling you, you need to listen to what there happened there and you need to narrate on it. Mm. Do it now. So in it, in it from that relief, that feeling of, of relief. I feel like I haven't had that since I was maybe seven or eight years old. And, and it, and it feels related to this kind of twisting in my lower belly. It's like this vortex yeah. in my lower belly that over the past three, I've been, I've been aware of for the last two years of this kind of like twisting motion in my belly. Um, and it seems related to my trusting this guy I shouldn't have trusted and not having that gut feeling. And it's been become very apparent in the last couple of weeks is this kind of twisting and it feels very related to the depression and all this demotivation. It is, but actually there's good news now. What happens is you're saying now, I didn't have it since I was seven. Then you told me a little bit the story that was related to it. And then you said the magic words. You said, I knew it when it happened with the guy. You just didn't listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You had it. You just yeah. didn't listen. So mm -hmm. you need to learn how to listen to it because yeah. you have it and you own it. You just don't use it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the answer to it. It is that simple. Mm. It is that simple. Cool. Yep. That, that is, I cannot give you anything else. <laughs> at the moment. But this, uh -huh. this is it. It's the magic combination of words that you just told me. Cool. It is you're not listening to that and it's a choice. So now you know it. So now you have no excuse to, to talk about it anymore. Now you know it and now you have to, next time it's there, you will need to listen to it. And if you don't, you will have the same lesson over and over again till you learn to listen to it. Yeah, it seems, it seems like we got, we got to, the, to the issue. Um, yes. Yeah. 
So, and before we stop, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know how to find you, uh, if they're interested in this work, what, um, what they should do, how they can get in touch with you? Uh, edward.robert.com is of course the website, uh, safe houses, but yeah, I'm easily to reach. Can you talk more about the safe houses and what they're, what they do? Oh yeah. Um, it's the embodiment of helping people in different forms, personal health, uh, personal development, growth uh, is an important one. Um, and these houses are just the perfect place for it. It mm -hmm. makes it even the experience and uh, the environment better than I wished for before, actually. It's a blessing, I would say. Mm -hmm. So it's a place for entrepreneurs to go to get to essentially get back to a, a good mental, emotional state. Yeah, if they're dealing that with also if they want to progress, if they say, hey, I want to take the next step or if they have growth, but they're losing and have the feeling that they lose something, what happens often? Mm. People grow and they say like, ah, I don't feel happy anymore. Mm. I cannot give you happiness. I can give you joy or satisfaction by analyzing how that works for you. Um, but if you get that back, you get or motivators back or you go in, if you keep it very close to your intrinsic structures, you start becoming true to your nature, which makes it speeds things up. It's really a factor of if you keep a little bit that gearbox in, in tune, you have a lot of fun and you can shift gear when you want it. You're more in control. Mm, very cool. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a real pleasure. And I've gained a lot of value, particularly finding that point in my lower belly. And it feels like now I know what I need to do to kind of unlock it. Um, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that, Stuart. Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful and I'm very happy to hear that. Cool. That's very good. Yeah. You feel, you're, you're, you're breathing a little bit like you feel a little bit relieved. It looks totally. like that. Oh, interesting. You do? Oh, yeah. fantastic. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the show. If you liked it, please go ahead and find us on iTunes or Spotify and hit the subscribe button. I'll publish each episode by Monday morning before your commute, so make sure to check in then. And this is a reminder to just own your crazy, because the challenges that this world will be facing over the next hundred years will require us to think way outside the box. As Hunter S. Thompson said, when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. Thanks. Have a great day.